Oh, who doesn't love a little ACDC in the morning? I'm sure it got Richard Zussman up and running, and he joins us. Good morning, Richard. It sure did. I love ACDC. I went to see them once in Edmonton, and there was a thunder and lightning storm happening while they were performing. (laughs) Oh, it was amazing. You can't even make that stuff up, right? Perfect. Lightning, thunderstorm, ACDC. It was incredible. Fantastic. Oh, so good. It was incredible. Uh, was that? Would you say that was one of the best I mean, concerts you've ever seen? Like, what was the best concert you've ever seen? The best concert I've ever seen was Jay-Z and John Legend at the Ken- Kennedy Performing Arts Center in Washington, D.C. Look at you with the Jay-Z name dropping. Wow. With a full orchestra. It, it, was, it was unbelievable. And uh, Kanye West in the rain in Ottawa at Blues Fest in a pouring thunderstorm. Wow, you really get this around. Was before Kanye West was totally crazy. <laughs> you really get around. Wow, the life of Richard Zussman. Okay, let's talk about his political I, life. I, now. I miss those days. Do I mean, you? Those were the olden days. You've got I, children I haven't now, seen Richard. A good concert in a long time. You've got chill to young children now. That doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> I'm at the opposite no, end of that. Sure doesn't. I'm miss- now when they're out of the house, and now you're like, oh wait a minute, I'm allowed to have a life now. Is that is that what, how this works? And so I'm getting back into What's doing your those best things. concert. Oh, uh, actually, ours was just a year ago, and Nikki Ratmeyer was with me, as a matter of fact, so she will attest to this. It was the Eagles. We saw the Eagles down in Las Vegas, oh, cool. and it was the most amazing experience I have ever had. It was a fantastic concert. Uh, let's talk a little politics this morning. New poll out from the, in the Vancouver Sun. Yeah, also amazing experiences, BC politics. Uh, So this is a Leger poll that uh, the Vancouver Sun worked with Leger on this. And the numbers are similar to what uh, we brought to you a few days ago with that uh, global news poll that we did with Ipsos. So it's clear now if things stay the same, and yes, things could change, and things change in politics quickly sometimes, but if things stay the same, John Horgan is on his way uh, to a majority government. So this poll found that the decided voters, 47%, uh, said they would vote NDP, 31% liberal, so a 16-point spread uh, there. Um, you know, like similar to what we found as well, 49% said they were opposed to the election being called at this time. Uh, but ultimately, it did not make a huge difference in the way that people were thinking about how they were going to vote. And so, you know, we're going to have to we'll watch these numbers carefully. But the other factor in all of this that continues to come up is the likability for John Horgan is so high. People uh, trust him and they believe that he has done a good job at leading the province uh, through the pandemic and is governing as premier and all of that helps when doing these polls. And so that's a big, big factor. And still, Sonia, first to know the Green Party leader and Andrew Wilkinson, the Liberal leader, are mainly unknowns. And yeah. so when they're asked questions like, are they the best premier or, or would you feel comfortable with them leading the province through the pandemic, they get very low scores because they're uh, the knowledge level from the voters is very, very low. And yes, there's a big televised debate that will come up the week after Thanksgiving, and, and that could play a role as well into increasing the profile of the opposition leaders. Uh, but the reality is, as we stand now, Horgan is just better known and better liked, and people are comfortable with the way that he is governed. You make a good point, though, that quite often in elections, it does come down to that just thing about that particular party leader, which people like. And really, that sometimes overrides everything else. Yeah, and I think this is really about liking and and that word trust comes up a lot in politics. But people are making that gut feeling of 
who do you want to govern us through what is going to be one of the great challenges of our generation, if not the greatest challenge? And you want someone that you know, that you believe can make the decisions, can work with Dr. Bonnie Henry, can, uh, you know, provide solutions. And, and that for many people is horrid because it's a, it's a known, you know, the last election, 2017, there was a large appetite just for change. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily the NDP or the Greens. It was just change. Yes. People had had enough of the BC Liberals and of Christy Clark. This time, when you ask that question on a poll, the change number is really, really low. That that most people do not want change. They well, they've want had a lot of change this year already, though. I think that's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> that's a great point, Simi. And I think that's how people are feeling when they think about casting their ballot. Interesting. Okay, so we had we've had some campaign promises this week, right? We heard the PST one, uh, NDP had one yesterday. John Horgan announcing what a long term care plan. Yeah. So that is about one point four billion dollars in investment over ten years to build more long term care facilities to ensure that everyone living out their final days has their own private room at a long-term care facility. That's obviously not the case now. Uh, And also a commitment to that single-site policy. So we know the NDP made changes in government uh, where workers can only work at one long-term care home. Uh, The NDP committing for that going forward through the pandemic and beyond. That obviously costs money and it will be increased wages for workers. And so those, and then also uh, increased standards for for-profit care homes. We don't know what those standards are yet. That will be in the platform, but we're going to announce stricter regulations around uh, care home operators who operate uh, for-profit homes. Okay, and today we're expecting to hear what about community safety from the BC Liberals? Yeah, so today we're going to see actually announcements from all three parties. So that's the first time that we've seen this on the campaign. So community safety from Andrew Wilkinson, 945. He will be in Vancouver, uh, but some other candidates from uh, around Metro Vancouver will appear virtually. Judge Joe Hall, Cheryl Ashley, and uh, George Affleck. And, you know, this is sort of the commitment that we've heard Wilkinson talk a lot about when it comes to addressing the concerns of people uh, who feel, you know, less safe and threatened by crime uh, due to growing homeless encampments and growing homelessness issues and Wilkinson will present a plan for what he will be doing for those communities. John Horgan will be at Langara College at 9.30 to talk about um, advanced um, education, post-secondary education, and uh, using technology to provide additional access for people around post-secondary education. And Sonia, first to know at 12.30 in the Greens will be announcing uh, its plan for long-term care and uh, what uh, that looks like. Uh, We know that the the Greens have been calling for greater transparency when it comes to provincial money going to for-profit care homes. So we expect that will be part of the announcement at 12.30 uh, from the Greens. Are all the parties, have they finished putting their candidates in place yet, Richard, or is there still a little bit of work to do there? Yeah, so there's a few left. The deadline is Friday, and uh, the parties are working on it. The Greens have acknowledged now they're not going to get to all 87. No, they're not. They put out a slate uh, in Victoria yesterday, including a 17-year-old who will be 18 by Election Day, which is required. So that's going to be sort of neat to see how she does. Uh, But yeah, it's um, and then the Liberals and the NDP are getting pretty close. But you know, there's still a few ridings out there for both the Liberals and the NDP where a candidate potentially could have a chance of winning and still hasn't been named a candidate. So that's intriguing. 
And then we still have all those um, ballots, those mail-in ballots are getting sent out. So we'll get an update on that from Elections BC in a few hours around how many have been ordered. This is just a big reminder that if you get your ballot now, it will appear blank. There won't be all the candidate names. Of course. Because as we were just talking about, the candidate list is not official yet. It will be official as of uh, tomorrow, Friday. And so if you get this blank ballot... Your two options are to write the party name, the person you want to support by party name, or your local candidate that you would like to vote for. Those are the only options. You can't vote for the party leader. You can't vote for your favorite person in history from that political <laughs> party. You can't vote for the guys who wear green. You know, you have to vote for the name of the political party or your local candidate. I think it's important to, because the, the ballot will look so different right. for so many people than they are used to. Okay, good good information there. Thank you very much for that, Richard. Yeah, thanks, Timmy. Have a great day. You too. That's our Global News reporter, Richard Zussman.